Hello and welcome to the African Tech Roundup, episode 42, for the week ending Monday, February 1st. This is where we round up the week's most important tech, digital and innovation news from across the African continent. Now, my name is Andy Lemasugu and today, folks, I'm rolling solo without my co-host, Defo Mahapi. Now, he's away this week for good reason. He was invited to speak at the inaugural Who Are We Africa event, uh, speaking on the lessons that can be learned from the data so far collected by the Report Xenophobia Initiative. Now, Defo will be back next week, and in the meantime, I'll just have to soldier on. And so with all that said, welcome to it, folks. If this is the first time you're listening in, an extra special welcome to you. You can find all our previous episodes at africantechroundup.com. And if you're so inclined, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle on both platforms is at African Roundup. Or if Facebook is more your thing, well, check us out at facebook.com forward slash African Tech Roundup. We'll be getting to this week's news in a minute, but first, this episode of the African Tech Roundup is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash africantech with over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or MP3 player. We recommend a book called How Google Works, written by Google Executive Chairman and ex-CEO Eric Schmidt and former Senior Vice President of Products Jonathan Rosenberg. For that free audiobook, just click through to audibletrial.com slash africantech. Now straight to the news. Thursday is turning out to be a pretty unlucky day for CECOM. Now for the second Thursday in a row this past week, CECOM experienced a broadband connectivity outage to the sub-Saharan African region. CECOM CEO Byron Clatterbuck came out saying that construction work in Egypt was to blame for the fiber cuts and that led to disruption in services. Now this latest outage followed a similar disruption last week uh, when civil construction apparently outside of Cairo damaged the northern trans-Egypt and southern trans-Egypt fiber routes. CECOM said then that the outage uh, was compounded by another system failure on the West African cable system. CECOM has come out saying that they're concerned about this apparent bottleneck that's occurring here in Egypt. And uh, it seems to be a single point of failure in Egypt, a bottleneck that CECOM is really concerned about and they're doing their best to sort out. I really do hope they do soon uh, because outages like this not only look bad for the region, but really do have economic impact that uh, will over time result in losses that we'd like to avoid. To Nigeria next, where Jason Njoku has silenced critics of his video on demand service Iroko TV. Well, that's at least for the time being. Uh, He's done this by landing $19 million in what the company is calling a content and capital investment round. Courtesy of the Nasdaq-listed French media giant Vivendi Canal Group. Now, in classic Jason Joko fashion, he's taken to his blog to publicize the news, and he's reaffirming his company's dedication to servicing Francophone Africa and uh, French-speaking Africans in the diaspora at large. He's also mentioned that this is probably his company's first partnership with a company that very well may buy Iroko TV out at some point. So well done to Big J and his team at Iroko TV, an extension to the runway of the startup that um, certainly makes for interesting uh, debate and conversation. And we'll definitely be keeping a, a close eye on developments there. 
Staying in Nigeria, a quick update on MTN Nigeria's teeny tiny run-in with the Nigerian Communications Commission. Now, word on the street is that MTN Nigeria has opted for an out-of-court settlement with the NCC over the $5.2 billion fine that they were charged. Uh, of course, it was reduced uh, a little later on to $3.6 billion, still a ton of money. Uh, shareholders of the JSC-listed MTN group are no doubt hoping that MTN will get another chance at redeeming itself after being hit with this enormous fine. Uh, the federal government has so far denied that rumor, and uh, the federal high court in Lagos has given both parties until the 18th of March to try and settle the matter. Um, let's see what happens. And I'm, I, I'm certainly hoping that if, if and when they do, they, they do let the public know what, what sort of terms they agreed on. Uh, there's not much chance of that if they do, but uh, we'd certainly love to know. To Kenya now, where Uber drivers have had a scary week in Nairobi. This as meter taxi drivers. You know, the chaps with those clocks that run on the dashboard, uh, measuring time and distance to determine what you should pay. Yeah, those guys. Well, they've threatened violence against drivers who use the Uber app. Uh, now, Uber has responded by saying that it's keen to work with meter taxi drivers and resolve conflict. How exactly they plan to do this is not exactly clear. Uh, you know, old cars come to mind, uh, taxi drivers who might have long paid off vehicles that are still in good running order, but don't qualify for the Uber, uh, you know, system. I don't know how such people would, would stand to benefit. Perhaps Uber's planning to in initiate a refinance deal like the one they've struck with uh, uh, South African car insurance heavyweight West Bank. That's designed to, to help new and existing taxi drivers as well as new and existing Uber driver partners to access finance for new vehicles. Perhaps that idea could work in, in Kenya and, and pacify uh, meter taxi drivers. You let us know. Are you a meter taxi driver? Listens to our podcast? Perhaps you can tell us why you consider Uber such a threat and why you perhaps wouldn't even join them given the traction they are uh, they're getting around the world. Perhaps what could they do to sweeten the deal and win you over? Let us know. Give us a shout on Twitter at African Roundup. Finally, this past week, a South African parliamentary committee uh, mandated to investigate the possibility of regulating the operations of OTT services like WhatsApp uh, within South Africa heard arguments for and against the idea. MTN and Vodacom, who have been lobbying the government in the direction of regulating these services, argued that besides services like Skype, WhatsApp, and WeChat making what they consider unfair use of infrastructure that they didn't invest in, they reckon OTTs should pay more tax, and they also reckon that OTTs pose a national security threat. Now, really? Uh, I mean... I wonder if MTN and Vodacom would prefer for users of OTT services to run underground and start using virtual private networks to communicate. I mean, that would be pretty much impossible to police, and it would leave governments that are already struggling to regulate internet security in a right mess. So I'm not sure if they thought that argument through quite Thoroughly. Now, Facebook and Microsoft responded by pointing out that networks enjoy data revenue as a direct result of people's use of their services and that trying to regulate them is, is short-sighted. I, I tend to agree with this argument. Um, the, the, the mobile networks, at least MTN specifically, uh, MTN and Vodacom specifically, uh, Celsius, of course, siding with the OTTs, uh, uh, and, 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 and voting against regulation. Um, but uh, MTN and Vodacom certainly coming across 
as slightly disingenuous here uh, and a little desperate uh, to make up for the fact that voice revenues are clearly falling uh, very, very, very steeply uh, and, and that perhaps they're just simply ill-prepared to compete in a data-driven future. Let us know what you think, though. Are you of the mind that OTTs run by companies uh, headquartered in Silicon Valley are, are benefiting unfairly from infrastructure they never invested in? Do you feel that perhaps they should be charged tax? Do, should there be regulation that um, regulates their activities in a similar fashion to how mobile networks are regulated by, uh, by telecommunications legislation? Uh, or do you just feel that it's fair game? And... Uh, Quite frankly, in a data-driven future, it's the mobile networks who would need to figure out how to, you know, update their revenue models, you know, given all the the, the new types of uh, of technology. Uh, I don't know what you think. Give us a shout uh, anywhere you like it. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at African Roundup. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com forward slash African Tech Roundup. Uh, you can drop us an email as well at hello at africantechroundup.com. If you want to send us a voice note, that's great too. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, since my partner isn't here, that's all for this week. Uh, no discussions. Speaking to yourself is weird. <laughs> We'll definitely be back next week with a, a full discussion segment and look forward to having you join us again. But before I go, once again, I'd like to remind you that today's episode of the African Tech Roundup is brought to you by Audible. They're offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, we recommend a great book called How Google Works by Eric Schmidt, Jonathan Rosenberg, and Alan Eagle. How Google Works is both fascinating and entertaining. It contains lessons that Google Executive Chairman and ex-CEO Eric Schmidt and former Senior Vice President of Products Jonathan Rosenberg both learned as they helped to build the company. Now, the authors explain how technology has shifted uh, the balance of power from companies to consumers and that the only way to succeed in this ever-changing landscape is to create superior products and attract a new breed of multifaceted employees. Perhaps the mobile networks in Africa need to be reading this book <laughs> to get How Google Works or any other audiobook of your choice for free right now. Go to audibletrial.com slash African Tech. That's audibletrial.com slash African Tech. Otherwise, that's it for me. I'm Andile Masugu. Till next time, do take care. Cheers.